In April every year, one of the weeks is dedicated to National Infertility Awareness Week. This was really important to me to raise awareness about the many, many people who are struggling with infertility. This is Heart of the Story, and I'm Nadine Kenny Johnstone. I'm a writer and a writing coach who helps women develop and publish their memoirs and essays. But most importantly, I'm a human who's always trying to figure out what my soul is saying. Each week, I'll share stories and tips of healing, hope, and following my heart so that you'll feel inspired to follow yours. Hi, friends. So this week actually marks the five-year anniversary of the publication of my memoir of This Much I'm Sure. It was such a fun and exciting time putting that book out into the world. And as I've been coaching so many women over the years to publish their work, one of the number one questions I get is, how do you actually launch the thing and promote it without feeling completely overwhelmed and also icky in terms of self-promotion? How do you do that? So I've been thinking a lot lately about the many things that I did in the months leading up to the publication that really, really helped, and then the things that really didn't make much of an impact. So today I wanted to share a sort of how-to episode for anyone who's putting anything out into the world and wants to really celebrate and promote that thing. So whether you are putting a book or an essay or a song or a collection of pottery or what have you out into the world, and you really want to think about how to promote it in a way that is sustainable and fun, this is the episode for you. So the acronym that really, really helps is CASE, like making a case for your creative project to be out into the world. So CASE, C-A-S-E, stands for Collaborate, Ask, Sustain, and enjoy. And I will break that down for you throughout the episode. So I will structure this in terms of calendar and really think about what to do starting from a year out and then moving forward. But I will first say this, the real work of putting your creative project out into the world can actually start today, even if you're not putting that thing into people's hands for many, many years, it's okay to begin today. And here's what I mean by that. Almost 10 years before the book came out, I was teaching writing workshops all around the U.S., to groups of five people in a library in Massachusetts and then groups of a hundred or more people at major writing conferences. And what I did without even realizing it that was really, really helpful is that I actually started collecting email addresses from those people voluntarily. So I would just say things like, if you enjoyed the workshop and you want to keep in touch and everyone once in a while, get an email from me about a book recommendation or a workshop I'm leading. Let me know and just leave your email. And I really 
did that organically because I wanted to keep in touch with these writers. And I didn't have any fancy software. I just collected them on an Excel spreadsheet and eventually put them into constant contacts. And now I have them in my Squarespace email blast gathering. And that really, really helped because over the course of 10 years, I got to meet so many people who really did want to know when my book came out into the world. So when I finally got to send that amazing email that said, hey, my memoir is being published, I actually had information to contact them through. Otherwise, I wouldn't have any way of reaching them. And even really, really powerful, influential people, I've heard talk on podcasts about how they had been gathering information and connection via social media for many years. And then they realized that If they really wanted to contact an audience and didn't have an email address, they really wouldn't be able to reach and connect with the amount of people that they wanted to because so many people scroll through social media so quickly that they might miss a post, whereas people check their email. And so if you want to start with a really small step, Just gather email when you are making connections with people, and these might be your audience later on. So say you're one year out from putting your wonderful thing out into the world, and let's say it's a book, and you want to do a few different things. Number one is that if you want to really try to impact a lot of audiences, you might think about what conferences you would like to present at. So what I did is I reached out to all the conferences that I already used to apply to and say, hey, I would love to present for you again. And I also, you know, gave them the wonderful information that my book was coming out into the world because at these conferences, they let you sell your book. But then I reached out to other conferences as well where I had not presented yet. And usually those organizations work at least one year out. So you really need to kind of plan ahead and start start doing that. Same with big book festivals, like when I wanted to get my book at a table in Printer's Row, which is a big Chicago book festival. I reached out to them very far in advance. There was another book festival in Evanston, which is right outside of Chicago. I did all of that almost a year in advance. And what you start to do is you create this sort of big event cogwheels for your book tour. So what I realized is, oh, okay, I'll be presenting at this conference in May in Boston, and then I'll be presenting at this one in Pittsburgh in August. And so it started to create a sort of natural book tour. And when you start seeing the points of your book tour, you can then fill in the in-between. It's like you're creating a road trip for yourself. And now a lot of these things take place virtually these days and in person now because people are craving getting back in person. But five years ago when I was publishing my book, 
it was all in person. And I used those conferences to create my my book tour road trip. The other thing that I did is I really tried to figure out who do I want to see on my book tour? (laughs) And I selfishly created stops along my book tour by seeing those people. So I had a friend in Portland, Oregon that I really wanted to see. And I also found out that that many of the other women who were being published by my publisher were on the West Coast. And so we created a Mother's Day reading at a bookstore meetup in Portland, Oregon. And so I invited my mom to come on that trip with me so that we could celebrate Mother's Day and I could do a reading. When I was presenting at a big conference in Massachusetts, I have my whole East Coast community there. So we also extended it so that we could see those people and then go up to Maine and see Jamie's family. And then when I was presenting in Pittsburgh at the Creative Nonfiction Conference, we made it a point to, you know, sightsee and see the city. It was all about seeing people and also enjoying ourselves. So one of the things in that acronym that I talked about, CASE, C-A-S-E, is enjoying yourself. The biggest question you should ask when you are planning this launch and promotion of anything is what do you want to actually do for fun? What do you enjoy? And for me, it's that I wanted to see people in places that I loved and also knew people in places. So that really created the structure for the tour. It's like, oh, okay, well, I haven't been to Portland yet, and I'd really like to do some hikes in the forest around there and then see the city itself, and I really want to hang out with my mom over Mother's Day, so ah, perfect, we'll schedule this. The C in the acronym for collaborate is a huge part of this as well, because Whatever launch and promotion you're doing can get very lonely if you're by yourself. But if you collaborate with other people, one, you're not lonely anymore, two, you're having fun, and three, you actually reach more audiences. So it's better for the promotion of whatever you're putting out. So if you go to a reading where you're with four other women and they've brought all of their people, then you're reaching a much larger audience than just the people who know you. Collaboration is absolutely key. This also brings in the A of the acronym, which is ASK. Ask the people in your network. You already have a pre-existing network, and then those people know other people. So whenever I was going to try to do something in a new city where I didn't know someone, I would reach out to my pre-existing network and say, hey, do you know anyone in XYZ place that might be able to connect me with this bookstore owner or a book club? Okay. So one of the other things is to think about holidays and big publishing seasons. So I knew that my book would be coming out in the spring of 2017. So I was thinking at that time about my publishing season is the spring. What 
promotional moments could I tie into there? And also what matters to me in the springtime? Well, my book is partially about navigating our infertility struggles. And in April, every year, one of the weeks is dedicated to National Infertility Awareness Week. This was really important to me to raise awareness about the many, many people who are struggling with infertility. And so I created the publication date of my book tied into that very week. So that's why it came out in April when it did rather than in March or May. Now, not all authors have that flexibility to ask their publisher, but I requested that and it was granted. And that was huge because I was able to talk to a lot of the infertility organizations who are raising awareness and ask if I could write an article or speak at a virtual event for them or an in-person event. And it felt purposeful And it felt organic and it felt true. And also it really helped for other people who weren't aware to become aware of a very important topic. So you might want to think about what holidays or seasons or anniversaries or awareness weeks to tie into. So I have a person that I coach to tied into a breast cancer awareness month in order to tie into the subject matter of her memoir. So she tied in her publication date to be within that breast cancer awareness month. So say you've done all of these wonderful things, you're about a year out, and then you can start thinking about nine months out You may have a publicist that is working with your publisher, or you might independently hire your own publicist, even people who are traditionally published and have publicists through the publisher still might hire an independent publicist. Sometimes publicists at publishing houses are stretched very thin and don't have enough time and energy to fully concentrate on you. So this is the time to start asking around and thinking about publicists. I asked around and got a recommendation, and I did not have a large budget for this. But the one thing that I was missing out on at that time was connections with a few of the major magazines that I wanted to get articles in. And I knew that that was something that I needed help with. I had gotten my writing in a number of literary magazines that I was really proud of. And I wanted to get my writing in more trade publications. And so I reached out to a publicist who started helping me gain traction and write articles and get into places like Today's Parent and Mind Body Green and Chicago Health Magazine that had much larger audiences. This is also the time where you want to make a list of all the groups or organizations that you are or have ever been a part of, and you'll be shocked at how many people you know and how many connections you have. So you might think about, where am I an alumni of? Could I reach out to my undergrad or grad school to see if I could do something for them to promote the book, like come and do a reading or write an article? What affiliations do I have around social groups, around hobby groups, professional associations, faith clubs, anything that you might be a part of where you can reach out and say, 
hi, my book's coming out in nine months, and I'd really love to see if we could work together and promote the book or talk about the book. So I reached out to the schools that I had gone to for undergrad and graduate school. And this, again, felt really true and organic because I loved my time in my MFA program. And I wanted to thank the professors who had helped me and really helped create the basis and foundation of my writing. I wanted to celebrate with them and see if I could do a reading there and also bring my books. And that worked out. So this list that you write, what I did is I put them on post-its and I took a wall of my office and put the post-its all over of all the organizations I was or was ever a part of. And I realized, you know what? I know a number of people. We all do. And they might want to help me in this journey. So when you're about six months out, you might start asking your favorite bookstores and libraries if you can support them and they can support you. Whenever you're thinking about this collaboration, you always want to offer to whomever what is in it for them what can you do for them so you're not just asking but you're also offering so I reached out to all of my favorite local bookstores that were independent because I wanted to help them out and also see if they could help me out so I went to women and children's first bookstore in Chicago which is amazing and I love them we already had a relationship I went to the bookseller again we already had a relationship I went to all these independent bookstores that I already loved and they had seen my face and I introduced myself yet again and said you know me I'm always buying books and asking for recommendations. Well, I have a book coming out. Could I do a reading here? That draws people into their store and they end up getting a cut, right? So they make money off of having your bookstore reading event happen there. And at libraries, I would go into libraries and say, hi, here's a copy of my book. If you're willing to have it on your shelves, I would also love to do like a book club event here or some kind of talk here and without a doubt all of these people were really really receptive and supportive and the few times where there were no's it was no big deal there was nothing lost the one thing you want to think about is where do you want your launch party to be at so you can have it at a bookstore pros and cons of that. Well, I had two launches. I had one at a bookstore, and then I'll talk about the other one. At the bookstore, they're putting up flyers, they're advertising to all the people who walk by and come in. And so you draw even a larger crowd than you may have. And then you have their support, and they'll talk about your book for weeks and months afterwards. And so you never know the ripple effect that it has. So they hear you're reading the bookstore staff and then a month later when someone comes in looking for a book they might go oh we have this great author here I recommend their book it's a great ripple effect the con of that if there is even a con is that just remember that 
those proceeds of the book will go to them and then your publisher and then you'll get a royalty of that depending on, on what your royalty structure is. The other side of it is that you can have your book launch event at an independent space and with my publisher I was able to buy a print run of books so I had my own copies of books that I could sell at this independent event and so those proceeds went directly to me. So I bought a, it's like a little square that swipes credit cards. And so the people at the end of the event could buy directly from me. So I had two launches, one at a bookstore and then one at an independent space. The one that I had at the independent space I asked my university where I was teaching at the time if I could use this big event space that was on the top floor of this room that overlooked Lake Michigan. It was stunning. It was sunny. It was an April day. I asked anybody who wanted to come if they wanted to join us that day. And then we had a packed room and I sold my books afterwards. And again, it really doesn't even come down to the book sales. It just felt incredible to celebrate with all these people that I had known for years. And they had seen me working diligently in my office. And here was my book out in the world. And so my dream had come to fruition. Around this six-month mark as well is when you're going to start doing a lot of work. So you might start writing articles, pitching articles. You're going to be pitching podcasts. You might start setting up collaborations to do an Instagram Live in the future or some kind of social media collaboration. So at around six months out from your publication date, this is where a lot of things start happening and you're doing a lot of pitching, whether you're working with a publicist or you're working by yourself to reach out to magazines, reach out to media, reach out to podcasts, etc. This is kind of the crunch time and you just want to think about what are the takeaway nuggets that you can pitch to these different places. So I took one topic, which was in fertility, but then I talked about and pitched many different things to many different people. So if it was a magazine about relationships or marriage, I would pitch about how infertility and IVF affected my marriage. If it was a health magazine, I would talk about what I went through as a woman undergoing infertility treatments. Then at about three to four months out from your creative launch, you want to start making the announcement that there are pre-orders. If it's a book, it'll be available on Amazon for pre-order by that time. And this is really exciting. It's like the big reveal. And you might do this in a fun way on social media where you're revealing the title and then revealing the book cover, right? And you can do this in a really fun way to kind of build up momentum and tell people that it's going to be out in the world in a few months. This is when you also want to create your street team. That's another way of saying your support team. You're gathering people who are going to post about it on social media. They're going to tell their friends and you might offer them some kind of incentive like free book copies or to do a private event for that street team group. Something to say thank you for them helping you promote it. 
This is also the time when you can start planning out giveaways, like I did giveaways on Goodreads. And it was really fun to um, hear from people in all different countries. I did an international giveaway. And so people all over entered their names. And then I chose five people. And so then I mailed out advanced reader copies to people in many different countries. And it was really, really fun. This was also the time I reached out to book clubs and yoga studios. And I did this because I like doing this. So think about the E in that acronym I was talking about. What do you enjoy doing? What do you already love doing? Well, I love doing yoga and I love journaling. And in my book, even though I talk about infertility, I also talk about yoga and journaling. So I reached out to places where I already had a kindred spirit affiliation and I asked if I could do some kind of collaboration with them. So at a yoga studio, I asked if I could lead a yoga journaling event and then afterwards sell my books. And then I asked my friends if they were part of any book clubs where I could go and talk to their people. So my friend Jenny had a book club of teachers that she taught with who said, we'd love for you to come and chat with us. And it was so much fun to plan that out. So around that three to four month time is when you do get your ARCs, your advanced reader copies. And this is when you're starting to send those out to people who might be very influential and who will read and then say good things about it. And this is where you might work with a publicist on that. And then as it gets really close to your launch date, This is when all of your planning really comes together and you will be very present on whatever social media platform you choose or whatever in-person platform you choose. In the acronym, when I talked about C-A-S-E, the S stands for sustainable only do what is sustainable to you. So what I chose was Instagram and Facebook. One, because if I posted to one of those, it directly automatically posted to the other since they were linked. So I didn't have to do double work. And two, because for me, I don't like the other platforms. They're just not natural to me. Like I know people who are amazing on Twitter. It's just not my thing. It's overwhelming to me. And I only had enough energy for one social media platform. I would post on Instagram and then then click the button to have it directly go to Facebook. And that was that. Only do what is sustainable to you because as it gets close to your launch date, it's going to be exciting, but also super overwhelming because all the planning that you've done is now being implemented. You're going to be on podcasts. You're going to be publishing articles for places. You're going to be posting. You're going to be going to in-person events, fingers crossed, if everything is, is okay in the world. And so it's going to be an overwhelming time in a good way, but you have to sustain your energy. So at the end of the day, I would always ask myself, like, what can I do that is sustainable so that I don't burn out? So if it meant asking other people to help me or only posting a number of times a week rather than every day on social media or whatever it was, I could only do what was sustainable for me. And so the final thing is this, 
when you are promoting your work, usually the thing that feels the least icky is doing so by also promoting other people. So the more you promote others, the kind of karmic energy comes back around and they promote you. So if you ever feel like, Ugh, I don't know how to do this. This feels weird. And I know I have to tell the world about my creative project, but it just feels so, ooh. <laughs> and you don't love the spotlight. Collaborate with other people and or promote other people. And then inherently, they will also boost you up and support you. So that's the way whenever I was feeling like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to say yet again, here's my book. It's all about my book. Oftentimes what I would do is shine the spotlight on other people. So I would say, I'm so grateful that I got to present on this panel with so-and-so. And we talked about her book and we also talked about my book, right? Or I would talk about a bookstore that hosted me. And rather than saying, I was at this bookstore, I would flip it around. This bookstore, which I love because they're independent and support women, was so generous and they invited me to come speak and I'm so grateful to them. So start with gratitude and promoting others and it won't feel so icky in the end. All right, my friends. So as your work goes out into the world, the very last thing that happens is that you can submit it or other people can nominate it for prizes. So I love the Chicago Writers Association and they had a contest of book of the year and my book was entered into that contest and I feel really really grateful that it was nominated and then accepted and those sorts of things are, are really lovely because then you get to not only go to a fun event like I loved going to the event and supporting the people who had won in other categories but it feels really great to be able to say that your creative project or your book is prize winning so that might be the last thing you think about as the book is coming out and you're having fun and going on your tour doing whatever you're doing is what prizes might you be able to enter your book into what contest etc or even ask other people if they might be willing to nominate you. When you are putting that wonderful creative thing out into the world, the last thing you can ask other people is, if you really love this, can you give a copy to someone else? Can you recommend it to someone else? Can you talk about it with someone else and share with those people? It really makes a difference to me. So if you can do this, I'd be so grateful. I hope this was really helpful. If you are trying to put a creative project out into the world, I hope that you'll enjoy these tips and tools. And these are the sorts of things I talk about in my coaching sessions. I help women actually customize this sort of year out plan for themselves. And it's so rewarding. I've been doing that with so many of the authors who had books coming out this year. This is something that I love doing when I'm working one-on-one with women writers. If you're ever interested in this sort of thing, you can always reach out to me on my website, meetingkennyjohnstone.com. But I also want to know what tips and tools and tricks do you have for launching and promoting your book or writing or creative project? 
let me know. I'm on Instagram at Nadine Kenny Johnstone, and you can tag me, comment, just let me know, DM me, and share your tips and tools. I want to create a list of these helpful things. Thank you to Michelle Rado, and I want to promote her podcast, which is amazing. It's called Daring to Tell. You should go and check it out. And remember, everyone, every heart has a story, and every story has a heart. See you next week.